It boggles the mind on how someone can hit a young boy, a four-year-old, with their motorcycle, drag them, and then just leave. And I was saying that to my husband yesterday when I was talking about the story of the um, young boy who is now fighting for his life in Sick Kids Hospital who was hit by a motorcycle on Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon at Victoria Park Avenue um, near St. Clair Avenue East. And I, I said, like, I don't, I honestly, how do you not get off the bike? And my husband's immediate response was, well, the guy was drunk probably, you know. And then we find out today, we don't know anything about that, but Toronto police have made an arrest in connection with a hit and run involving a motorcycle that left that boy in hospital fighting for his life. I just can't even imagine how his parents feel. 31-year-old man. Arrested in Markham's been charged with leaving the scene of the accident, causing bodily harm, driving a motorcycle with an improper license and operating a motorcycle without insurance. Yep, that'll do it. You don't have insurance. So you panic. Started to talk about this with a few people and they were, you know, just discussing how they wonder how many people are actually riding their motorcycles without insurance because it is very expensive to insure yourself. If you're deciding to take up the, um, I, I say hobby because I think people do it as a hobby, the love of, uh, you know, riding a bike. Adam Mitchell joins us. He wrote this very interesting uh, piece, Why Motorcycle Insurance is So Expensive in Ontario. Um, and it's at MitchellWhale.com. Mitchell, welcome to the show. You're president of Mitchell and Whale Insurance. Good to have you on. Hey there. How are you? Uh, I'm good. So how many people do you figure are actually driving around on motorcycles uninsured because it is so expensive? It's Well, it's, a, it's an estimate. It's a, a bit of a moving target, but some of the sort of industry talk is about 2% of the automobiles on the road, which would include cars, but would be uninsured. What happens when the rates go up or you're in times of high premium or bad economies, um, the number of people or the percentage of people uninsured also climbs. Well, I would bet that there's a, there's a climbing rate right now is where I was going with that. Yeah, and, and there's really no way to know, is there? No, they don't They don't come out for service. Right. Uh, let's talk about, let's go down your, your column because I think it was a really great piece. Similarities between motorcycle and car insurance in Ontario. Can you outline those? Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but the the motorcycle insurance policy is the exact same policy you have for auto insurance. So the the biggest difference is when you're driving a motorcycle, there's no airbag or A pillars, B pillars, seat belts to keep you safe. So the cost for accident benefits, which pays for when you're injured, as you're way more likely to be injured in a motorcycle accident, um, they're higher. Yeah, let's let's break it down here. In 2017, this is in your article, so I have it in front of me. There was a study done by researchers at the University of Toronto Sunnybrook Health Sciences Centre and the Institute for Clinical Evaluative uh, Science. The study was published in the Canadian Medical Association Journal, and it shows that Ontario motorcyclists, when compared to automobile drivers in the province, are three times more likely to be injured in a collision, ten times more likely to suffer serious injuries in those collisions, five times more likely to die from an accident and cost Ontario's health care system six times as much as uh, other accidents do. Let's talk about the accident's benefits. 
The benefits coverage, it's mandatory in Ontario. You have to have it with every motorcycle insurance policy. Where does it get super expensive? So accident benefits cover you for things that OHIP don't. So when you're injured in a car accident in Ontario, um, the accident benefits is what kicks in as first payer over top of OHIP. So when you have medical rehab or you need um, it, it shows assistive devices or prescriptions on there, that would come out of your auto insurance policy. And so that study where they cite the three times more likely to be injured just really lands on common sense. If I said, would you rather drive a motorcycle into a wall mm. or a car into a wall, it's completely obvious to anyone which one you're going to more likely be injured in. Can I take option C? Right. Yeah, no, none of the above. Yeah. Uh, extra expenses not covered by OHIP can add up. There are physiotherapy, prescription drugs, chiropractic care, counseling, transportation to medical appointments. And then here's something I didn't even dawn on me. If you get into a motorcycle accident, and this is where insurance gets expensive too, you're also insured for income replacement. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so there's a bit of a disability policy if it would be considered inside your auto insurance policy. So if you're unable to work while you're recovering, there's a base amount that's covered at $400 a week, and you can increase it um, as you need more coverage for higher earners. But while increasing it, it increases the premiums. That's, uh, they go hand in hand. So what are we looking at as far as the average cost to insure a motorcycle for the summer? Well, there's two very big different numbers, and this is a pretty current event. So what's happened in the current marketplace is a lot of insurance companies lost a lot of money um, for new riders. So if you happen to be a rider that is six years uh, licensed and insured with a good record, you can probably get away with $1,500 a year. But if you're not an experienced rider with an M license in six years, let's say that a young rider, so yeah. 22 years old in the 401, um, you're going to be $6,000, maybe $7,000 a year to get started. And that's probably not your only mode of transportation. It used to be. I, I think when you're facing six, seven, eight thousand dollar cost, um, you can't just buy an inexpensive motorcycle and get around for the summer. So now you're likely looking at. Um, it's hard to get started in motorcycles now. There's not very many insurance companies that are looking for the business and. It's, it's a really tough marketplace. Yeah, it still seems to be the thing to do. You know, everybody, uh, you know, snaps their head, looks at the motorcyclist and the freedom and the whole easy rider, um, you, you know, uh, scenario. And there are people that want to get on you know, two wheels, two wheels better than four. So what can you do to keep your premiums down? The, the best thing you can do is, you know, take it. Your side does not can. instill a lot of confidence that it can happen. I, it's, it's really tough right now. So um, we had a bit of a knee-jerk uh, maybe a year ago where a few insurance companies have almost pulled out of the market. Mm -hmm. they've, they've stopped accepting new riders. Wow. So it, when you're getting started, um, you, you want to start with all of the possible licensing and training courses you can have. Um, the more that you would bundle it with your other products, so some insurance companies will still want to take it as a bit of a loss leader to get access to your other auto insurance, your home insurance. Um, I would say buy a, a low CC bike. So the, the greater the CC, the bigger the engine of the bike, the more you're going to pay for insurance. So if you're in high school and planning on getting a you know, racing bike, it's going to cost you a small fortune. 
And not a lot of people in high school are, are going to get a bike at the at the end of the day. But uh, at this point in time, I I want to thank you for your for your time and actually point people to this article because it's a good one. Where where would they find it? Uh, you'd find it at MitchellWhale.com. Amazing, and that's a W H A L E.